Matt Bevan is here with what's making news around the world this morning. Good morning, Matt. Morning, Hamish. Big news out of the United Kingdom today, with the British High Court delivering an astonishing ruling in a legal case between the ruler of Dubai, Sheikh Mohammed Al Maktoum, and his former wife, Princess Haya bint Al Hussein, who fled last year to London and is in the midst of a custody battle over their two children. The story starts in 2018, when a video emerged of a daughter of the Sheikh uh, Princess Latifa, claiming that she had made plans to escape from Dubai. And I'm making this video because it could be the last video I make. Yeah. <sighs> Pretty soon I'm going to be leaving somehow. And I'm not so sure of the outcome, but I'm... 99% positive it will work. Latifa is in her 30s now, but she says that when she was 16 in the year 2000, her elder sister escaped from Dubai because of cruel treatment at the hands of her father. It wasn't long, though, until her sister was found in Cambridgeshire, England. They found her. Basically, she was on the streets and... Uh, bunch of guys in a car just drove up, they found her, they grabbed her, kicking and screaming, threw her in the car. Um, and she was driven somewhere by helicopter. She was driven to a helicopter somehow, ended up in France, and from France she came to Dubai. Um, she was drugged uh, on the plane. It was a private jet, so nobody was checking anything. She was drugged, brought back to Dubai, and she was kept there and locked there. She says that her sister was tortured in jail. She was so horrified that she decided to escape. She tried to get out in 2002. They caught me at the border, basically, and then they found out who I was. They brought me back to Dubai, and um, they... Um, yeah, they, they put me in prison and they tortured me. Um, basically, one guy was holding me while the other guy was beating me. And they did that repeatedly. She says that she was tortured over and over again. And then the next times I was tortured, it was for five hours. And yeah, I, I, I was just pulled from the bed, driven to another location um, in, in the palace, um, in the same building, the Khema, the tent, which is not a tent. Uh, and yeah, they, they tortured me. Um, I knew how long it was because I had a watch. And um, they told me that your father told us to beat you until we kill you. She says she was tortured for three years. So in total, I was in prison for three years and four months. I went in in June 2002, and I came out October 2005. I don't know. I'll do the math. Even when they weren't physically beating me up, they would torture me. Uh, they would switch off all the lights. I was in solitary confinement by myself, totally. It wasn't a normal prison experience by any means. It was just torture. And yeah, they didn't give me anything. I didn't have uh, a change of clothes. So I wore the same clothes and I would try to stay as clean as possible. But, you know, after the torture sessions, I couldn't even walk. So I would crawl to the bathroom to get water. There was no medical help at all. They didn't care. They wanted me dead anyway. She says she was lucky that she was still alive, though. Some family members weren't so lucky. She says her father had people killed. He's the most evil person I've ever met in my life. He's pure evil. There's nothing good in him. He's responsible for so many people's deaths. 
after my uncle died, he killed one of his wives. He killed, he killed her. Everyone knows about it. The Moroccan one. Because she was too... Uh, her behavior was too outrageous. She was too... I, I think she just talked too much and he felt threatened by her. So he just killed her. This story was astonishing when it came out two years ago after Latifa made her second attempt to escape and was recaptured off the coast of India. It obviously put the reputation of one of the most significant leaders in the Middle East in question. At the time, the Sheikh's most prominent wife was Princess Haya, a socialite involved in healthcare who regularly gave interviews. Princess Haya cast doubt on whether Latifa's story was true and invited the former Irish president and human rights advocate Mary Robinson to come to Dubai, meet Latifa and see what the situation was. Latifa is vulnerable. She's troubled. Um, she made a video that she now regrets and she planned an escape or was a part of a plan of an escape. Um, it, it, it's under circumstances that I think need to be <coughs> examined because immediately there was a very big demand note for uh, $300 million and $30 million right away. <clears throat> and, and then she was <clears throat> taken off the boat and is now <clears throat> in the care of her family. Mm. And um, I had lunch with her. She's a very likeable young woman, but clearly troubled, clearly um, ne needs the medical care that she's receiving. But it seems that subsequent to that, Princess Haya changed her opinion and began to believe what Latifa had said. She fled to London with her children, hoping to begin a new life there. The Sheikh, back in Dubai, demanded that the children that they shared together uh, be given back to him, and a court case began. The key thing about that court case became whether Latifa's story was true. David Hager, a human rights lawyer in the UK, spoke 60 Minutes earlier this year. In particular, like with Latifa's case, People look at this and they that can't be true. And now you've got a situation where there's going to be an English court looking at whether or not it's appropriate to return two children to the father when their mother is saying their life is at risk. And Latifa's evidence um, is now very, very important. Well, overnight, the High Court in the UK, after hearing extensive witnesses over a period of time, found that Sheikh Mohammed was responsible for the abduction and forced return of two of his daughters, including Latifa and Shamsa, her sister, who she was talking about earlier. Uh, so, yeah, they're basically finding that Latifa's astonishing story is true, Hamish. Goodness knows what, the, I mean, it's pretty obvious what that's going to do to the court case, but goodness knows what it does to the reputation of this incredibly important leader in the Middle East, the leader of Dubai. Matt Bevan, thank you very much. Thanks, Hamish.